The following show contains views and opinions that may not be suitable for all audiences. Audience discretion is advised. Howdy, 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 everybody, and welcome to Thespian Talk. I am your host, Gomer the Ranting Thespian, and with me this week is the cat. Hello, everyone. And Michelle is here, too. Hello. Yes, and holy fuck, this 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 past week is kind of weird, I guess, in a way, in the at least for me, in the fact that time seems to, I I swear, King Crimson is doing things and making things just kind of move forward in time. If you're a JoJo fan, you're gonna get it. Um, uh, but for those who don't, just think time erasure, time erasure, time erasure. Um, we don't know how it works; it just works. Ah, oh, so before we, before we get into some other things, um, a, a couple of things. One, I've revamped my Patreon. Uh, if you go to patreoncom slash gomer 21 X, I redid it up, redid a couple of the goals. Now that I'm actually doing uh, uh, Perler sprites and everything, I can offer those as Patreon perks. Um, nice. So that is an awesome thing I can do, and also <laughs> I switched up the discord information around to, so now it goes to my personal discord server instead of the site discord um and i made sure every level could do that because i wasn't sure if it would just do it for only the lower one or the top one but you know what i just said you know what we're gonna we're gonna make sure that's all taken care of and also if and and i know there are other people who do this as well if you decide to support me on patreon just be aware that you will be charged right up front, and then you'll start the first of the month cycle. And at first I was thinking, I don't know, I mean, maybe they want to pledge, but they want to make sure they have enough for the first of the month. But then I thought, wait a minute. I remember a time a few years ago where somebody decided they wanted to pledge $99. And and since it didn't take the payment up front first, they could do that and get away with it. And mm. And after I gave them a couple of months because, you know, things can happen. And after a couple of months, it's like, yeah, th- that $99 is not coming. So, yeet! Right on out of there. <laughs> um, yeah. So this way, you have to pay up front. And thus, if you don't have the money, you just don't get the thing. Um, so so it's, it's, it's a kind of a good thing there, I, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I've still got the Etsy shop as well. Yeah, just go to Pixel Emporium Gifts on Etsy and buy my stuff. I need supplies. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. Oh. I need some more. I need some more pin boards. Yes. And also, if you see the title artwork and and the and all that stuff that's done by the very talented Becky Hopkins, who I love so very very much, she mm-hmm. has revamped her commission info, and she has a direct email. You can get in touch with her to ask for commission prices or whatever. And that information is going to be in the descriptions and the doobly doos and all of that stuff. So, uh, I think if if I can pull it up very quickly, which I'm pretty sure I can. Yes, I can. Uh, her lowest price are are uh, six dollars for bust line art, and it goes up to twenty five dollars base for like title cards or whatever. Which that's sounds about you know the more I think about it, I, I it's it's fair, it works. Mm. Um, especially since I've worked with other title card artists before who I've had to commission and pay, and they, those were 
to put you know twenty five bucks at least. So so title cards themselves, yeah, that's fair. So point is, go throw money at her too. She does good work. <laughs> and one of her one of her uh, showcase pieces may be a title card for one of my most recent videos. Mm, just saying. <laughs> Yay! Uh, but yeah, so so there is all of that. Cat, uh, how have you been this past week? Oh, it's been a week. Uh, so I explained, like, in the past that there's this girl in my office who's going on maternity leave. So Friday was her last day. So, you know, I spent all Friday, like, running around getting signatures on her, on her, um, like, have a nice baby card. Because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, she's <laughs> having a baby uh, tomorrow as of this recording. Wow. And, um... I'm so excited for her, but I also have this existential dread of, uh, like, now it's real, like, it's go time, and I really have to, like, full-time take over her responsibilities, and then, like, also do my work's physical inventory, so, like, this week alone, I've put in, like, 15 hours of overtime. Wow. Um, just to get her work done and my work done, and then, you know, I still have, let's see, as of today, like, another... I have like a week and a two days before I have to start doing my physical inventory and it's like the hardest most stressful time of year for me so I'm probably going to end up working a bunch of overtime this week and next week as well. Oh dear. And I'm like I can't wait for that sweet sweet paycheck but I also can't wait for it to end. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired and stressed out and just I just want it to be over. Oh no. And it's okay. Yeah. I'll survive. I, I, I did a, a this definitely is nothing compared to what you're going to have to go through, but I I I, I had to do like a uh, a uh, physical inventory taking thing at one of our local when we actually had it in our local mall. Yes, we actually had a mall, and I remember going through that, and it's just some of the most tedious bullshit ever. And hearing hearing you talk about it, I'm sitting here thinking, I, okay, I know where you were, I, I know the kind of environment you work in. I know what you're most likely gonna have to go through. Oh my God, I I feel I I, I do not envy you. Please, somebody help her. <laughs> it's it's so bad because I'm not prepared at all. You know, like normally I'd be at a certain spot of preparation, and I'm not even close to there. That's why I had to like work an eight-hour shift yesterday on my Saturday off. Oof. Oh. And I'm just I'm just so full of dread because it's not just me. It's I have to physically be at two different warehouses for this physical inventory so i have to be like at one place on thursday and one place next friday Ooh. Um, and and i have to also remotely run two more of them at other warehouses god damn so, um yeah this is what happens when you have a company that has four warehouses and only one inventory control associate jeebus what's keeping them from hiring more the the other warehouses don't have as much stock so the mm. warehouse managers are responsible for their inventory control, uh -huh. but their warehouse managers are super busy all the time. Oh. So, and they don't, like, we have a, a system, an operation system that they just don't understand as well as mm -hmm. I do. So it's basically like, I'll create their cycle, like their counts for them for physical inventory, and then they'll just do right. them. Right. Mm. And I'm like, well, I guess that's okay, but also... I need them to also do a little prep work so that we don't run into a shit ton of issues. And then also, <laughs> our finance department is going to audit us this year. Ooh. Uh, Which is, it sounds bad, but it's really not. 
because we were actually told we were going to have a bank audit instead. And then they were like, no, no, it's fine if your finance department just doesn't. I'm just like, thank God. Wow. Because if I'd had to have some sort of like banker, like a bank auditor there while this was all going on, I was going to throw myself off a bridge. Oh, God. Oh, dear. And (laughs) and, yeah, I mean, (laughs) and considering how many bridges are in St. Louis. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> all the water levels are still really high though so i wouldn't foul that far yeah i was just thinking downtown st louis holy shit yeah downtown st louis is almost underwater oh god <laughs> god the mississippi's real high you guys oh wow oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if you're if you're friends with me on facebook you can see the videos that i posted of my my route to one of my warehouses and all the water that's like up to the road that is Weesh. supposed to be all farm field and it is all completely underwater and now all the reports are like look at these infestations of gnats and mosquitoes because of the high water levels we're like i know we're living it man yeah anyway that's my life right now yeah gnats and mosquitoes oh god i have to put up with them down here and we're not as we're not nearly as waterlogged i if oh god i i would probably blow up things if i was i would throw grenades at these things the gna- the gnats and the mosquitoes not not just not not, not just buildings we're getting, yeah, we're getting like goddamn. That's how much they bug me. No pun intended. Smackety <laughs> 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 So anyway, that's my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> Please, somebody else, feel free to talk. Yes. Oh, uh, so how was your week, Michelle? Um, actually, pretty good. Well, I say pretty good. I did accidentally blow myself up. Um, <laughs> but I, I um. I was fine. I turned off the switch again. I counted my fingers. I found my boss. It's all good. How did? All right. So, uh... as <laughs> so, I as I said, I've alluded to. I work at an electrics company. Uh, we, uh, my job is as a test operator mm-hmm. and testing. Uh, we we produce LED. Well, it's a two built. It's two buildings. One does primarily circuit boards. The other one does LED boards. Right. Uh, of various shapes and sizes. Uh, we have this one um, contract where we have strips of constant flow um, uh, LEDs, like which are basically what a couple of centimeters thick, and then like um, half meter to one and a half meters long. And my job is basically to put them on a table, um, plug them all in, switch them on, make sure everything's even. So like we get sometimes if it's faulty, we get a shady patch or a brighter patch, or if things aren't right, you can tell. You know, you sort of look up and down and think. Oh, that's just wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. So I've been doing that for the last couple of weeks. Um, got this big order of um, four thousand Ks out, uh, which was great. Um, so that was done, and now we're just basically working through some backstock that was just been sitting around. Mm-hmm. So I got through a whole bunch of those, and like, oh, I got like the table holds fifteen. Um, you, number eleven doesn't work, so fourteen at a time, and I got through about two tables worth. All, all immediately 40 because what we're supposed to do is leave them running for two hours so it's like it's an endurance test we check them like one you know and i i take uh, we've got a spectrograph i take the numbers and make sure it's all nice and consistent yeah but literally i was pulling all almost all of them off marking them up putting them over for repair because um out of this whole lot they were all a bit dodgy mm-hmm. but as i say these were just packed up we've been sitting there for a while no, no customers were waiting for them so it was just getting them out of the way yeah Get to the um, meter once, and so I've I've got all, I've got all lined up, put a whole bunch of meters in, um, throw the switch to turn it all on, and flash, bang, dead. Oof. Ugh, yeah. Um, and 
as it turns out, I don't know exactly what happened, but one of the parts on the drive just popped <laughs> and, and made a loud bang. But I'm not allowed back up there at the moment, and I thought it was just because he wanted to double-check everything was safe, because it actually knocked out two trips downstairs. Mm-hmm. Like, it actually knocked out some computers and lights and such. But that's fine. That's the system doing its job. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I just was double-checking, make sure the thing... No, apparently the whole rig, like the main switch and everything, has died. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's not my fault. I, I did everything right. You know, I, I, I turned it off again and came back downstairs and said... Yeah, there's a problem. Um, I'm fine, but I don't think everything. And they pulled the drive unit off, and it was like black. So they got rid of the drive unit. They were able to clean up and save the LED board, so that's that was reusable. Yeah. Um, because I think that's the more expensive part. Um, but yeah, so that that was happening. So that 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 was all fun. But um, the good the good thing. Mm-hmm is um, I got pulled into the office. Not for that, but I got pulled into the office because it was the end of my probationary period mm-hmm. and they decided to take me on permanent full-time. Nice! With, with the small pay raise. Hey. Sweet! Um, which is which is really cool. I'm really happy. And like, oh my God, that's so like I've, I've been an agency and bouncing around for like for so long and to finally have something that's stable. A little more. And they actually said yeah. it was my work on the tube lights that was like because um, they said one of the engineers like they kind of had hand holding all the way through yeah. like for a long time whereas I just like in his words took to it like a duck to water mm. like alright so you, you were told what to do you know you double checked a few like because the first couple of days I was doing it I was like okay I got I did I you know looked up and down marked up where I think there were problems called my supervisor and said I think I've done this right let's go through it and that was for the first couple of days but afterwards I was like yeah okay I, I get it now mm. And, you know, basically up and down the stairs, like, um, in between doing all the other jobs. Um, yeah. And they, they basically said, that's kind of my area now. Like, I'm going to be kind of responsible for it. So no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's like, you know, it's like a thing that I can take responsibility for and just and worry about. And just, you know, so yay. Um, I'm so a little bit scary in the middle of the week. But um, it ended There up. you go. Uh, mine was mostly just... Perlers. Get stuff together because what I'm going to end up, what I'm also going to do in addition to the Etsy shop and and the Patreon perks and everything, I'm getting a bunch set up and ready to send out, be sent out to Portland because Mel Mm. Paradise is going, it has offered to sell some of them for me, you know, for like a small cut or whatever. And Mm. it's like, you know, small cut on her end, I think. Um, But, but, uh, but you know she's she's gonna sell them out for me, so that's very awesome and and yay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. Yeah. I, I, no, I'm sorry. I was gonna say I've 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 seen some designs I want to try, but I need more boards to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just wait. I'm just waiting to get paid so I can buy some more. They're not even that expensive. And um, it's like the shops are five minutes away. So getting them that's easy. It's the money. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I, I found out yesterday when I was when I was out for a Pokemon Go community day, which I got two shinies, yay! Um, but um, I went to Joanne Fabrics and and they have they have like perler beads and stuff there, so I went and looked, and it's just a it might be cheaper just to get it straight from the company website if you want to pay the twelve dollars shipping, but but otherwise you know it's not too awful bad. I, I would have. You know, next time I need next time I need and I'm able to get some supplies, I'll have to do some price comparison. But 
Uh, yeah. But at the same time, on the well, site, you also don't have to pay sales tax. So... Uh. I haven't really looked online, because our local craft store, like our craft sofa store, has the, the hammer bees, like the branded ones, mm-hmm. but they've also gone, gone and got their own off-brand ones, and as far as I can tell, they work exactly the same. Yeah. The only difference is, I think hammer does have slightly different shades, like so you can get more tonal shifts right. with the, the official ones. Yeah. But I've, I've still got, like, loads. I'll, I'll, I think I took a picture of the ones. I'll have to pick it up and show you later. Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah, there is, I mean, like, where I can physically go to pick them up, there's two brands, and I guess your your shop just has the one brand. Yeah. Uh, at least there's one that that I use, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, if, if you're going to be in Portland, um, I'm estimating having them out there by July, if at all possible, because I want to send Mel a really good amount. So if you're out in Portland, mm-hmm. uh, go to Saturday Market. Not only buy some of Mel's stuff, because she makes some really good stuff. In fact, some of her brothers sprites are on my wall. Um, hmm. But also, buy some of mine. Because <laughs> uh, I know I'm going to be sending some uh, some Mario stuff, some a little some little one-off stuff as well, a Mega Man or two, and some JoJo. Because... JoJo is picking up in popularity, so yeah. Um, ah, so yeah. And one thing I forgot to bring up last week, and I really should have, uh, it's it's June, and it's Pride Month. And yes. And so, of course, everybody is out there celebrating, and and of course, you've got the asshole Nazis out there, which I think it's been more or less confirmed that they are if in in Nazis in all but name. At this point, especially yeah. when they're trying to hold a straight pride parade, which, by the way, as a straight person, let me say, we don't fucking need it. We don't. Nope. And nope. in my and, and me personally, I don't want it. Not for being straight. Nope. No, I like a parade. Parades are fun. They're they're also fun to take part of, although really at this point, if I took part in a parade, I'd have to be on a float. Um, <laughs> my past experiences have been with a marching band, so. So, parades are fine, and that includes Pride Parade, that includes just our little dinky homecoming parades here, or Harvest Festival parades, or whatever. We don't need a straight Pride Parade. Uh, you know, just to reiterate, no. we don't need it. We Because, we, you know, I, I don't know how stereotypical it is, but, you know, the whole thing is like, we're here, we're queer, get used to it, that sort of thing. Straights don't need that. Mm. We, we don't. We straight people do not need to tell other people that we're here. 95 of the media that we consume, especially in this country, has straight people all over it. So I'm pretty sure everybody knows straight people exist, Harold. <laughs> Just, we, we know this. It's okay. It's okay. And plus, we're not getting outright beaten or killed or other horrible things for being straight. That that just does not happen to us. Not for being straight. Other shit, yes. Straight, no. No. Oh. It's like the saying goes: if you didn't want a straight pride parade before there was a, you know, everything else pride parade, then you never really wanted one. It's not about your pride. It's about you wanting something that someone else has. Yeah. Just yep. because you don't have it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you know, the, you know what kind of people actually act like that. You know, you know, you know who else acts like that? Children. 
Yeah. So these Nazis are fucking children. Ha! Come at me. Oh, yeah. I dare you. Well, <laughs> there was a couple of things on that. Like, I think, I can't remember who it was, one of the videos I watched, and it said, um, tell you what, the one thing that the uh, straight pride parade isn't going to have, women. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely not. Yeah. But I was also a similar thing, and again we're, go- we're we're going back to our old friend Alabama. Um, you remember the whole Arthur thing? Yeah. They banned the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Someone put a thing. So for those of you who don't know, basically the main crux of the story is the kids are worried that their teacher might marry a severe woman that they saw him with, and it turns out she's officiating the wedding of him and his partner. Yeah. It also turns out that the severe woman is actually his sister. So someone actually made a comment saying, so basically Alabama's upset that the man didn't marry his sister. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Accurate. Not wrong, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. And, and, and if I remember right, I think Alabama, like... The, like the government of Alabama wanted it pulled from PBS, I think it was that particular episode, and we're just sitting here like, yeah, that's an actual First Amendment violation. But, uh, yeah, but for but all these, oh, it's available on the website. You know, you can still watch it if you really want to. True, but the fact of the matter is, it's still the government saying, "Hey, we can't put this on the airwaves." Oh, that was me being sarcastic, by the well, way. Well, yeah, Fair, which, which which is warranted. Um, yeah. So you know. But where are all these supposedly free speech warriors talking about it? They're not. Because the yeah. fact of the matter is, when they say free speech, they mean their free speech. They don't care about yours. And and it's and I sound like a broken clock, but then again, when all of the clocks are saying the same damn thing, it's hard to not sound like one, you know? Broken clock is still right twice. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, but which brings us to this thing I found. Um over on uh, Pathios under the friendly atheist who just like his namesake he's a pretty friendly guy uh, so th- also this week since you know for pride for pride month the embassies are, you know American embassies in in places like Israel Germany Brazil Lativa etc uh, were at you know they wanted to put up pride flags and I, I guess they wanted to go through the proper channel so they asked permission to fly the flag and the Trump yeah. administration acted, well, kind of uh, predictably. And they said, no, <laughs> because fuck you, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. And according, and this article states that the, the denials have come from the office of the State Department's Undersecretary for Management, Brian Bulatow. Bulatow? What would Brian Bulatow do? If he was here right now, he'd take your flags and he'd... And he burn them all. What would Brian Bulato do? It's a work in progress. Uh, and of <laughs> course, Mike Pompeo is his longtime associate. So yeah. So of course the government did that, but but there is a bright side to this. Um, some ambassadors said, "Fuck you, we're flying it anyway." Yes. So uh, uh, facades of the U.S. missions in Seoul and. Chennai, India, I probably mispronounced the Indian one, I am so sorry, uh, are partially hidden behind Chennai. large rainbow flags, while the embassy in New Delhi is aglow in rainbow-colored lights. The website for Ooh. the embassy in Santiago, Chile, shows a video of chief diplomat of the chief diplomat raising a rainbow flag last month 
for the International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. So they're they're saying nah, uh, uh, no. Yeah, we, we mm-hmm. you know we wanted to get your permission. We wanted to go through the proper channels, but then it's like yeah, no, fuck you. <laughs> you you're gonna you're gonna play the villain. We're gonna we're gonna make you play the villain. Uh, yeah. So I saw something that uh, it kind of incensed me a little bit, which was um, there was a, a little debate that I saw about whether or not it was appropriate to have um, you know the the you know religious people are saying that well the the pride flag um, is offensive to to you know people of various religious groups not just here but all over the world and so you know it's it's offensive to fly alongside the american flag and um somebody commented well you know you know it doesn't matter if you find it offensive it's it's still like it's not hurting anybody and then somebody else said well it's not appropriate to fly any flag alongside the american flag um you know that if we're flying something alongside the american flag it should be another representation of america and somebody said well we fly pow flags everywhere and those aren't representative of of the whole nation it's an homage to a certain group of people Mm -hmm. and somebody said yes it's it's it is a representation for a group of people um and because they're associated with the military that makes them part of you know the government umbrella therefore that's okay but you shouldn't be flying and i quote political flags like the pride one and i just facepalmed so hard because there are people who see the LGBTQ, you know, QA everything community as a political thing and not as goddamn fucking citizens of the country yeah. that they live in. Like, they, to, to, you know, there's a level of dehumanization that we are all used to, you know, experiencing in the community, but to just say that they're, that flag, any version of the pride flag, is a political flag like it's like putting it in the same category as the the fucking confederate flag or something is so grossly inaccurate like i'm sorry that you see an agenda where people are just trying to exist but that's what it is it's the the gay agenda is is just people trying to fucking live yeah jesus christ isn't inherently any nation's flag kind of political yeah Yes. And also, also, <laughs> if they want to talk about flags being offensive, okay, let's let's go with the American flag because I'm pretty sure if you believe some of the propaganda, uh, which I don't know, may or may not be true, who knows? Depends on the propaganda. Still propaganda though. Mm-hmm. That some people in these places that we fly our American flag, like Israel, would look at that flag and be like, "Yeah, that offends me," because this because whatever reason whether it's because we meddle too much in the affairs of people we had no business meddling in the first place because we still suck on the petroleum titty as robin williams once put it because we just you know the oil barons want to keep all of the damn money because they're selfish greedy assholes who don't want to share their fucking funds even though they could literally save the world and actually be hailed as heroes and probably even get more money out of it but they don't care you know that 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 could be a reason why they would see the American flag as offensive because greedy old white capitalists who just want to control the world. 
and fuck everybody else. And not in the fun way. Uh. I keep seeing questions on Cora, and I think I mentioned Cora before, that people saying, oh, so if someone was in front of you with a British flag and they were doing this or whatever, like, you know, stamping on it or letting it fall on the floor or stuff, and then, yeah, you're not supposed to let any flag fall on the floor, and that's that. But most of the answer's been like, did they pay for it? Fair enough, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, and I, I mean this in the nicest way, because you guys are obviously cool, but as a nation, you do seem to fetishize your flag quite a bit. Yeah, holy shit. <sighs> no, that's a thing. That's a thing yeah. because it's it's not about pride. It's about um, like nationalism. Yeah. It's the, the the fetishization of the flag falls right in line with the fetish fetish fetishization fetishization of the military. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. our country itself has a huge hard-on for anything that is military, flag, something that makes us feel better about us being a country, because it helps us to deal with the fact that our country was founded on blood and death and murder, and the, the more we can focus on, on oh, we're the number one in the world at yada yada yada, the, the less mm-hmm. we have to care about how we got there yeah and and even if it were true even if we were number one which we're not let's just face it we ain't you know even if we were that that's no excuse for any kind of i'm better than thou attitude to be to be clear um there's this great quote um i heard a story um, from martin freeman and i can't remember what the show was but he was stage dooring something mm -hmm. and he had a jumper on that just happened to have red white and blue in it and the one of the American tourists was like, oh, wow, is that because it's like, you know, coming up on 4th of July or whatever? And like, they said, no, it's also the colors in our flag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, we, we're so <laughs> in love with ourselves as a country. Jesus. <laughs> it's really... it's I asked my, yeah. I asked my partner, partner once and like, I said, how many actual, I mean, excluding... Just for a moment, excluding Australia and um, New Zealand because they have the Union flag in their flags. Right. How many individual countries have red, white, and blue in there? Because at least, obviously, you're us, you, and France, off the top of my head. And I'm pretty sure there's got to be a few a couple of others that got them in there somewhere. Or other. Probably. There might be some that got like, more. There might be some that got a couple of extra colours. But, you know, they're, they're not uncommon. It's like two primary colours. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, no, there's I mean, there's got to be loads because I feel like maybe Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. But maybe. Like, yeah. Uh. So I mean, to see see the red, white, and blue together. I mean, to be fair, if I see it vertically, I usually think France. Mm-hmm. That's oh, their flag. Yeah. yeah. So I just there's got to be more than just us. And as I said the Anzacs. They they have our flag in it. So yeah. it's like yes, technically true, but it's still. Our flag on the, in the corner, right? Uh. Uh, but, but yeah, no, it's just the, as, as the, Go ahead. The, the pride, the pride flag being a political statement. I don't necessarily agree with that as a concept. However, I will qualify that by saying that perhaps someone in a parade may feel like it is some kind of political shield that they, they feel proud and maybe a little bit political waving it, but that's their connotation because they're in that moment. Yeah. 
but I wouldn't look at it and go, well, that's political. No. Right. But it's 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 not political to recognize the existence of a group of human beings. Right. Yeah. That are citizens of your country. Like, it's just such a, a backwards-ass concept that it's one of those things where, you know, they have decided what the meaning of other things should be. And uh. so they're they're assigning like a projection kind of thing mm-hmm. where they're like oh that's what that means and then you can't convince them otherwise because they've already made up their mind about it they're that's well, what the, the kind of thing they're being fed by their their chosen media and it's just so ridiculous because any like literally every color means something yeah it's yeah. not a political flag it's a human flag yeah, yeah. for fuck's sake well to, to give a cute um I don't know. Has anyone else got anything else to add to this conversation? Because if not, I can add it. I can finish it in a really cute way. Okay. Go for it. Um. So my sister, there's a, a thing going around um, where they paint rocks. They get like the Posca pens and they paint rocks. And my sister's really good mm-hmm. at it. She does some really nice designs. My um, nephew's 11, and she did some flag. Uh, she did like some rocks where like it was like a, a field of trees. And she did each row in a different colour, hmm. following, following the spectrum. So my, my nephew was looking at it going like, oh, is, is that like an LGBTQ thing? And like, no, it's just, just colourful trees. And he didn't mean it maliciously because like, our aunt's um, gay and she was like, see, you've ruined it. You not just be a rainbow anymore. You have to be a rainbow thing. <laughs> Aww. And, and then, like, my aunt took it in humour. She was like, that was but he was just like, "Oh, that's that's for the um, the LGBTQ community." And she's like, "Oh, I just I just wanted to make a pretty stone." Yeah, <laughs> and it's fine. But no, he like I said, he didn't mean it in a mean way. He was just asking a question. Yeah. You know, his his aunt's gay. You know, probably a couple of I don't know other people in his life who might be like, I don't necessarily know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just like no, it's just it's just a rainbow. I think there was like, someone had the um had different colour rainbow candles and lights and stuff outside their house hmm. uh, because they thought it looked pretty because it's pretty. Yeah. Uh, and someone said, oh my God, that's like, so, you know, like, again, like, oh, it's political, it's gay, it's, it's corrupting us. No, it's, it's pretty lights. Get over yourself. Hey. But then again, to certain portions of the population, <laughs> anything that's different than what's taught in whatever text they want to actually teach from is, is heretic heretic and heretic you know what i mean heretical thank you that that that's the word yeah thank you brain for remembering that for me <laughs> uh but but on that heret- heretical note we're gonna go ahead and take our break <laughs> and when we come back we will have the news hey folks we'll get back to the show in a moment but first i want to tell you about patreon uh, Patreon is what I use to get around all of the YouTube ad- apocalypse bullshit, and while I don't have a lot right now, every little bit does help, and if you like what you hear or what you see on any of my videos or podcasts, head on over there for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all of these things early before anybody else does, and you can get them completely ad-free. Yeah, I know YouTube right now is technically ad-free, but... At some point, I'm probably going to get big enough to where ads will start coming in. And those can be annoying, so you want to avoid that, right? 
If you go ahead and go now over to patreon.com slash gomer21xx, leave a dollar, five dollars, doesn't matter how much, you can get all of these, again, you can get them early, and you get them without ads, even when I reach the point on YouTube to where ads can be put on these videos. So it's a win-win. And you can even avoid the ads that go up on the Anchor versions that go out to all of the other websites that are out there. No ads! It's great! Uh, so that's patreon.com slash gomer21xx. Alright, five minute rant segment. Ready? Go! Okay, so this week we saw the release of some new information on Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is set to be released November 15th, 2019. So about five months away, give or take, as of this recording. So we got some new Pokemon, including one that I'm going to focus on called Wooloo, which I saw and I immediately thought of the Blur song, you know, Wooloo! Okay. But um, there are other, other Pokemon in there that are also awesome. And you also have the Gigamax or, or Betamax or whatever the fuck it is where your Pokemon becomes a goddamn Kaiju. Which means I want an Umbreon to use Gigamax just so I can snarl everybody flat. <laughs> I want it to be so epic that that Scotsman generations down the line are going to be like, what happened then, lad? Was a snarl of such great magnitude that 40 acres of corn were fucking rank ranted completely flat. Uh, for those who don't know, I actually got that particular bit of inspiration from Jim Croce, Croce's uh, final tour, where he talked about the background behind the ball of Karimur. Um So, uh, if you don't know, if you didn't know that, now you do. But that's not, that's not the main biggest purpose behind this topic because uh we all know our friends our lovely friends over at the people for ethical treatment of animals you know the same organization that kills most of the animals that come to them for help um they decided to go on an anti-sheep shearing tangent because wooloo is a normal sheep type pokemon um a sheep type sheep normal type pokemon you get what i mean it's normal type it's a sheep beep beep i'm a sheep motherfucker and PETA's like, well, Hulu is not, your Hulu is not for your Kotlu or something like that. Um, which I can actually look it up and say, yeah, I'm not your Hulu sweater, is what the actual thing says. And, of course, as usual, PETA doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. And cue all of the people who honestly do know more than PETA. Even people like me and, and, and my friends, we don't we don't do anything with sheep. We're not farmers. But we all understand that sheep, as they are now, they need to be shorn every summer. Otherwise, they're going to overheat and have a bad time and possibly die. It's akin to getting a haircut. And if you do it right, it can feel really good for the sheep too. But, well, beyond just the fact that their whole body is cooler. Um... So that's all it really is. You get, you, you're giving the sheep a haircut, and Peta has a problem with it because Peta is like, "Well, we don't want you to do these things with animals, this thing and that thing with animals." And it's like, you know, broken clocks are right twice a day, but this is not one of those times. And and I say that because there is a sign from Peta in Dothan, Alabama, that says, "You think you're hot and thirsty? So is he." And you know, dog with an empty cup or bowl or whatever, and it's like, make sure they have water. And it's like, okay, that's fair. But then they do pull shit like this. It's like, no, you assholes. No. Wooloo is just going to roll away. So it's going to woohoo away and and just get away from your bullshit. Oh, God, fucking damn. Mm. 
Mm. But I think that's all I've got for this particular rant this time. I didn't quite go five minutes, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, this is something I didn't bring up in the show and I forgot to bring up. Oh dear. Uh, so yeah. Um, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And welcome back from our break. And so to start off the news, y'all remember last week with the story out of Bay County, Florida, right? With the teacher and the and the WTF and all of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Gary, Indiana, decided to say, look at that and say, you know what? Hold my beer. So one family is in disbelief after a Northwest <laughs> Indiana teacher gave their child with autism an award that appears to mock the 11-year-old. While other kids were given positive awards, such as Most Improved or Funniest, Rick and Estella... Estella Cast John were blindsided when their fifth grade son, who has autism, was given most annoying at Bailey Preparatory Academy in Gary. Uh, don't do that. That that's no, no. It's an award ceremony. Don't do that. No, no. They don't. Uh, as far as I remember, I'd have to look at my senior yearbook to actually note it to figure, remember for myself. But they don't even have that for, like, your senior superlatives or anything. You know, like, you're your, your best dressed or whatever, you know? Uh, and, and, and if anybody's curious if I got one, no, I did not. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> but they don't have most annoying. Although I'm pretty sure if they had most horny, I would probably be on there. Just saying. <laughs> and now we have too much information. Well... Sorry. Thank you, Kat. But, but then again, there would also have to be one of the other classmates to have it. But anyway, I, I, I digress. Uh, the Castian said they view it as public bullying by their child's special education teacher. Akalis Castian, who is 11, is nonverbal autistic. Occasionally, he rocks back and forth or shakes, traits the family feels special education teachers at Gary's Bailey Preparatory Academy should be familiar with. You'd think one would know and understand the conditions of autism and have more patience to deal with children who suffer from autism, Estella said. I didn't want to cause a scene with other parents there, so I left the award on the table and tried walking away, but the teacher came back and said Akalis forgot his award. Rick said he is thankful his son does mm. not understand what the award means. When they called him up, he was just excited to get a gold star because it was shiny, he described. That, oh, that's, that's well... That is, oh, and it's like, and, and this teacher took, oh god, ah, uh, 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 uh. it, it it looks for all the world like the teacher knew this would happen. Oh, he'll be happy to get it. I'll just say whatever I want. He's the most annoying. Come get your gold star! Yay! I got a gold star. Not not realizing that his teacher is pretty much giving him the metaphorical finger. Ah. Uh. Estella, who yeah. did not attend... Stand people at all. Jesus Christ. Yeah, just... Uh, uh, the school district did end up apologizing, even though, you know, she, the, the mother, the parents never got a letter from the principal or the teacher or anything. Uh, but a written statement by Dr. Peter Morakis reads, in part, The Gary School Corporation does not condone this type of behavior and will continue to put the safety and well-being of our students first. Well, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about this teacher? That's what I want to know. Uh, 
Well, okay, so it goes on. The written statement, the Gary School District said disciplinary action was taken against the personnel involved, although the district will not disclose the employment status of Akalis, of Akalis's teacher or her identity. Which it could be for the best because if it's if they react anyway like we're reacting yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. uh but yeah sorry fuck this teacher you know just just no i i hope she at least i i hope whatever uh uh disciplinary action was taken against her actually means a thing because just like no I mean, it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, and, and, you know, I get it, especially with children, small children, whether small in state or small in mind, it, th some things do get annoying. I, I know this. I've, I've lived with small children. I understand. I really do. But if you're going to be in a position where you deal with them with multiple small children, especially special needs children, on a daily basis for 75% of your year 50 to 75% that is that 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 especially yeah especially when you make it your specialty you, you know how better to deal with it and yeah you're going to have days where where you're not going to be as 100% we're human it happens this is not a oh teacher just had a, a less than 100% day this is a teacher who for whatever reason, decided, you know what, we're going to give him the most annoying because he literally annoyed me. Taking, not taking into account the fact that he has nonverbal autism. Uh, the only way she could be worse is, she, is if she was an anti-vaxxer. That's the only way she could be worse. Uh, so, <laughs> Kat, what do, what do you got to say about this? We'll start with you. It's really, it's such a shame because I, I always have such um, admiration for people who, who teach special needs because it, it takes a strength of character that most people just don't have because people, uh, special needs teachers, um, you know, we see a lot of articles in the news now about how like physically abused they are by their students at times because their students can't control themselves. Yeah. Um, and so they are literally beaten. Yeah. And it takes a lot of um, strength of character to maintain your composure and not lose your shit on people who don't really understand that they're hurting someone. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, it's really disheartening to see a teacher who would do something like that, who would, who would deliberately say something horrid like that about a student that they are trusted by the parents by the school board by the the state that person is trusted to take care of somebody who needs a little more care than everybody else and clearly that you know that teacher is not capable of maintaining that that composure yeah and um you know, there, there. It's one of those things where either she knew what she was doing and didn't care, or you know, maybe she thought she was doing something funny that she just needed to run by one more person so that person could say, "No, that's wretched. Don't do that." Um, and and it's really difficult because we don't have enough of a scope of the situation to know did she just make an honest mistake because 
the joke didn't land or or was she just deliberately being hurtful because she knew that the child would not understand yeah and neither are okay neither scenario are okay yeah exactly just oh god damn uh how about you michelle what do you got to say Well, first of all, fuck that teacher, and I hope that part of the discipline was that um, uh, the young man got a new teacher. And I realise that can be quite difficult because, as I understand it, especially for non-verbal autism, it, it's a hard adjust for them because it, they, a lot of times yeah. they don't get on well with change. But that's not the kind of influence he should have around him. At that, you know, he's he's vulnerable. He's vulnerable because he's younger. He's vulnerable because he's with autism, he non-verbal. You know, there are unknown people on the spectrum who are really, really chatty and lovely and very aware of their environment. They just, you know, yeah, <clears throat> they just got other things happening. But for someone to not be able to even communicate um, their discomfort or you know whatever they're feeling and like, and to take away the person who they trust, that's got to be hard. But at the same time, that yeah. person should be taken away because clearly they're not doing the job properly and it kind of hits me a little because uh, my younger nephew is, um, he has hemiplegia, uh, basically it it means one half of his body doesn't work as well as the other he is fully able um, but he has a very pronounced limp um, he can't use his arm properly um, if you see, like, when you're coming out the shower you sort of see him like naked from the back and like one butt cheek's like higher than the other because the okay. muscles work better on that side um, but he's he's been in physical therapy um since he was diagnosed before he i think he turned one so he's been getting all the help he needed but because it did as to the, their best guess it was caused by a stroke there was the concern that he might be um autistic and there's still i i don't know if he had a test for Asperger's. I don't know the result of that, but I do know he has a teacher that works with him. Um, and she said, look, if, even if it isn't, he's he's displaying a few things that do come across as Aspies. So I'm going to help him along as if that's the case to give him the best advantages. But he's brilliant. He is vital. He is um, really smart. Um, apparently he's got a new girlfriend now. So he's like really happy about that. But the fact that I knew someone so close to me that could have been in a similar situation who is a similar age. Yeah, yeah. that that's a kick. Uh. Yeah. That's uh, uh yeah, so basically um you know, I hope the boy is getting the the um better supervision and it's nice that the school board did apologize, but yes, the, the school principal and that teacher should yeah, definitely directly apologize to the parents. Well. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so we're. I got a small theme going for at least part of the news stories for this show, and it has to do with schools. So our next one goes out to Missouri, uh, specifically Kansas City, uh, where they say everything's up to date, but really it just looks like everywhere else. Um, just saying. <clears throat> uh, while some of his classmates wanted to execute senior pranks that would potentially disrupt classes, Missouri high school student Kylan Schiel, or Shelley, uh, opted for some tomfoolery that was a little more chill. 
Other people were going to release live mice or, you know, building a beach in front of the lobby area, Seal told Kansas City's uh, Fox affiliate. And I thought, let's do something more laid back. So I just decided to post the school for sale. <laughs> I mean... Okay, so Shill listed Truman High School for the reasonable price of $12,275 on Craigslist. His post described the building as a huge 20-plus room facility and listed the following selling points. Newly built, foot <coughs> excuse me, newly built football field. Newly added four modern-day rooms next to Walmart for convenience because, yeah, huge parking lot. Great for partygoers looking for somewhere to park. Bigger than normal dining room. That's the best <laughs> name I have seen for a cafeteria ever. <laughs> Bigger than normal dining room. Uh, but does but does your bigger than normal dining room have a stage so you could potentially have live theater with it? Our high school does. It's not really good, but it works. Cool. Uh, but anyway, and I mean that on a technical mm -hmm. level, not the level of any actors up there. Um, which we wouldn't know yeah. because they don't have a drama department. <clears throat> Uh, anyway, uh, reason for sale is due to loss of students coming up. Named after hometown resident <laughs> U.S. President Harry S. Truman and his family. Uh, but while Shields' internet hijinks didn't cause a headache for school janitors or violate any health codes, that loss of students comment concerned school administrators enough that they took action. That, yeah, like, okay. Uh, I... When I saw loss of students, I'm thinking, okay, the senior class is about to graduate. When I when I read that, what was the first thing y'all yep. thought? Same. Yeah. They graduated. I, I thought of, like, um, there aren't as many students particularly going to that school because the school isn't that good. Okay. I did not think about students mm. dying, if that's what you're trying to imply. Yeah. Okay, so not none of us thought this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but but in yeah, yeah. Sunny day yeah. but in fairness, because of of how things are nowadays, it's it's reasonable to see how they can reach that. It's understandable. Uh, I decided to say the reason we're selling this is because of the loss of students, because the senior class class is graduating. Said Shield. See, I was right. Uh, uh, Independence Police yep. Department detectives investigated the Craigslist ad and decided not to pursue criminal charges, so because they actually have humans that know nuance. Um, and told Shield to remove the post and suggested he speak with school administrators. But that didn't seem to help much. Shield told the local news outlet that the administration suspended him for the remainder of the school year and is not allowing him to walk in his graduation this weekend. Which, I, I, I by the time Aww. this goes up, that'll already have passed. Um, the school, it seems, saw the post as an implied threat, albeit not a credible one, according to a statement from an independent uh, independence school district. Uh, out of an abundance of caution, the administrators and police investigated and determined there was not a credible threat. A student who makes a real or implied threat, whether it is deemed credible or not, will face discipline. Due to the heightened concern nationally with school violence, we have extra police officers for the remainder of the school year, and we'll have additional officers at graduations for all our high schools. They tried to relate it back to all the recent school shootings and everything. They tried tying it back to that, Seal told uh, Fox 4 Kansas City. I, I like how it's written out because it's like, it's Fox 4 Kansas City. That That is a campaign slogan right there, y'all. Uh, but I don't see how it was a threat at all. Seal's <laughs> mom, uh, Denetra Clark, is trying to see the bright side of the school district's decision. 
He's going to get his diploma no matter what, Clark said, but maybe the party will start sooner. I mean, hey, you know, I mean, <laughs> you don't have to go back in there, and if it's anything like my high school, oh, you don't have to go into a stuffy fucking gym. Uh, which, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm glad I graduated and it, and it was good and, and all emotional and everything, but that gym is fucking... Ugh. And I, I, I intended five graduations, <laughs> including my own. Why? I was in the band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but... But, yeah, I, I think once the reasoning came out, I think the punishment is a little overboard. But I could un- again, I can understand mm-hmm. their concern because 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 of the whole, the, you know, school shooting happens at least once a week, once every other week, or whatever, and mm-hmm. and so I understand their caution and concern. They could have run it through maybe one more person, be like, okay, mm-hmm. wait a minute, he, he, this is what he's clearly referencing. Sure, bitch him out about it, whatever you need, but let him walk, you know, at the very least, let him walk. Mm-hmm. You know, because that that's that is a special time. So as somebody who only walked his high school graduation and didn't walk when he got his uh, AA, <laughs> which was by my choice, by the way. So, mm-hmm. uh, so Michelle, we're going to start with you on this one. What are your thoughts? Um, we don't really have pranking or anything like that. We don't yeah. like do it under graduation. Um, so that that kind of ceremony. I can't really relate to. Um, as a prank, um, it is kind <laughs> it, of funny. Honestly, yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, God, if we had Craigslist back then. If we had Craigslist <laughs> and I had the frame of mind that I do now. There is a reason why I identify yeah. with Joseph Joestar. <laughs> but I am... Um, I de- as you were reading it and talking about the pranks, it did remind me, and I can't remember if I've told this story before, mm-hmm. but it's funny, so I'm telling it again anyway. I, I don't know if this is actually based on something someone actually did or just something someone thought would be a good idea to do, but basically the idea is you get two pigs. You label one, number one, and one, number three. Then yes. you release them in the school, and then when they find one and three, more oh, people panicking from the two. <laughs> I've heard of this. Oh God! We have an ag department. We could have done that. Oh God, that would have been amazing. Oh. oh. So, Kat, what about you? Well, let's see. Our senior prank, our year, which I did not participate in because I think pranking like that is stupid. But um, our senior prank was somebody uh, took pictures and enlisted our our principal's car in the penny safe. Oh my God. So it was very similar. It wasn't the whole school. It was just the principal's car. Um, but uh, the idea was the same. Take something that doesn't belong to you and, and list it for sale somewhere. Yeah. And if somebody uh, actually tries to buy it, what the hell happened then, though? Holy fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yes. we, we just, you know, like passed around a copy going, oh, yep, that's his car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um I think senior pranks are stupid. Uh. And I think that's because when I was a sophomore, the senior prank was that the seniors put a bunch of fish in the ceiling tiles in the English department. Oh, no. So that smell was oh, there no. for a long time. Oh. Uh, and they didn't care because, of course, they didn't care. You don't give a shit about anything when you're a senior and you're getting ready to graduate. Yeah. Um, 
I would have. I have to say though. The... Go ahead. No, I was gonna say um, the beach yeah. sounds like fun. Yeah, the beach. <laughs> yeah, make a mini beach outside the front of the building. Yeah, That's not, like, well, see, it wouldn't have worked too well My for scene... us because the beach is like an hour away. So. My senior prank idea was that um, by by my senior year, we had a security guard, like a full-time security guard, mm-hmm. um, who had like this little glass booth, mm. and I wanted to fill that with packing peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that would have been really fun. Oh, that would have been, yeah. But, um, and, and, and inevitably not well, terribly hard to clean fine. up or, you know. Oh, I don't know. It depends well, what yeah. we We have anti-static. Our ones are anti-static oh. and they're a um, but that could have been like relatively harmless. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I still think that senior pranks are are pretty dumb, um, and there there is so much worse stuff that happens in schools that they would prevent you from walking a graduation. But you know what? I went to a really big school. I and my my last name is towards the end of the alphabet. I would love to not have walked at graduation. Yeah. Because it is just hours of sitting there watching other people get their diplomas and the amount of money that you have to spend on capping down and invitations and everything. I would have killed not to have walked at graduation. Yeah. So I don't think it's that bad of a punishment. He still gets to graduate, which is cool. But um, but also, it's just still mm. kind of shitty. Like, nobody was in any danger or anything. Just because they didn't... The it's Again, the joke didn't land. The joke didn't land. Yeah. And I'd much rather yeah. have an abundance of caution. But once again, three of us looked at that and neither of us read it as a threat. Yeah. No. Oh. Like, like I said, I, I did think graduating class, but I did also think, oh, is the intake, like you said, is the intake smaller for the for the freshmen? You know. That's about it. That would That's the only thing I could think of that would reduce the numbers. Yeah. Kids going out, less kids coming in. You know, in. this actually reminds me of a story. Um... When, when I was in high school and I had my first car and everything, well, second car, I had I started out with an El Camino, but it was a piece of shit and we couldn't do anything with it, so we got a different one. And so I was driving that, and I was absent-minded at one point and left my uh, gas cap on the hood of my car after, after putting some gas in, and somehow it made it all the way to the high school. And all the way back home and back and forth for a while to where at some point it fell off and at, after it fell off I went and for whatever reason I was checking it at, at, at the high school I don't, I don't remember why maybe somebody told me about it or whatever and I got pissed at other people because I thought they stole my gas cap because you know, you know dicks turns out I was just an idiot oh <laughs> uh. But yeah, so speaking of Florida and speaking of schools, uh, well, this actually is going to merge into the other theme I have for this particular show, which, of course, I live in it. Uh, mm-hmm. And this one is in Milton, Florida, which is right outside of Pensacola. Uh, two Florida newlyweds and four wedding guests have been arrested for breaking into a former elementary school after their ceremony. Thank goodness it's former. Uh, Santa Rosa County Sheriff's officials say the four wedding guests and the groom, 26-year-old Zachary Fruit, are U.S. Marines. Uh, they were all charged with burglary and criminal mischief and mm. theft. Caretaker told the authorities he was inside the former elementary school Sunday night when the group allegedly broke in through a boarded-up window. 
caretaker said they took pieces from an electrical breaker. They were going for the copper. Uh, the bride, 21-year-old Abigail mm-hmm. Carlson, told authorities they thought the school was abandoned and decided to check it out. Like you do. Uh, the Pensacola News Journal reports the caretaker mm-hmm. wrote down their license plates and deputies tracked them down. Good good job, ter- caretaker. But I, I understand the appeal of wanting to <laughs> you know, explore abandoned buildings and stuff like that. I understand the appeal because it's kind of neat, kind of kind of weird, kind of spooky here and there. Um, but you might want to make yeah. sure that you got the clear first. Make sure the coast is clear. Put somebody on lookout. Yeah. <laughs> and just, oh, lordy. Uh, so, Cap. Yeah, not that I have an abundance of breaking and entering experience, but, like, even mm. buildings that you think are abandoned oftentimes do have security around yeah. them. Yeah. You know, like a regular check-in or something like that. You should always just fucking look for some vehicles. Like, drive around and and look. Because, like, if you're just going to drive around on a property that's abandoned, you might not get in a lot of trouble. Because you could just say you were lost or fucking ghost hunting or something. But as soon as you enter that building, then you're in trouble. Yeah. And then the ghost hunting excuse doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Uh, Oh, well, well. Well, uh, what do you what do you what do you have to say about this, Michelle? Um, I'm actually workshopping a title because I'm I'm thinking four <laughs> wedding guests in a building. Oh God, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Um, um, but otherwise, I mean, is this like instead of the reception? I I'm slightly confused as to the timeline here. Like, why leave? what was hopefully a, a good party to go check because out curiosity maybe alcohol was involved i don't know i was gonna say they were probably drunk yeah that okay all right fair enough but still it just it seems like a weird thing to do especially like the bride was there so you think well, well the bride and groom oh yeah the newlyweds so you think at least the bride and groom would actually yeah. have um, you know, other well, things. Maybe to they be just wanted to <laughs> spice up their sex life. You know. I was gonna say maybe they were gonna have sex in the building. Yeah. Which you know, I'm all for spicing up your sex life, and and that's not necessarily a way to do it. But uh, and this actually goes right into the next story because holy shit, uh, another part of Florida, Meredith, Florida, <laughs> a Florida man is facing a manslaughter manslaughter charge after police say he accidentally shot and killed a woman during sexual foreplay. Andrew Chenault, 23, shot the woman in her upper body with his registered handgun Sunday afternoon, according to local news. Police said the two were engaging in an act of sexual foreplay that involved the gun. Uh, Police said the two knew the gun was loaded and were using it for sexual excitement. This is not the Raspberry Reich! Uh, The incident happened in, in Valrico, which is about 30 minutes east of Tampa, which is near, like, Kissimmee, Orlando, I think. Uh, going off memory here, uh, the woman described as being in her 20s was taken to a local hospital where she died. She has not been publicly identified. Chenault was charged with manslaughter Friday and booked into the Orient Road Jail on a $50,000 bond. Okay. Number one. I, I, I am all for, like, like I just said before I started this story, I'm all for sexual exploration. That's fine. You know, no big deal. And if you want to bring a gun into it, maybe don't have it loaded. 
Okay? Not, 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 not really loaded. You can bring your gun into it. Just make sure it's empty. I mean, and yes, they, they, they knew what they were getting into. So I, I'm not going to go too much on that part. But still, at the same time, it's a loaded gun. And I just have to know the act of sexual foreplay that involved the gun. What were, what were they doing? Were they doing a scene? Were they doing other things with the gun that makes it really unclean? It just, I don't know what they were doing with it. I mean, they could have been doing a non-con scene where he was like I, threatening her. Yeah, that was that was that was that was the thing. Just, ah, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, just no matter what you try and do with when it comes to sex, be careful. Make sure if you have a gun, make sure the safety is on, especially if you're going to have it loaded, or better yet, don't use a gun. Don't, and if you must use a gun have it be unloaded oh. just uh, uh, oh god he, he definitely brought the wrong kind of gun to the bedroom yeah <laughs> just oh god just ah uh. and, and 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 i have to feel a little bit for this poor guy and, and i'm gonna say this mm. because like, like i've said they're two adults they knew what they were getting into they knew the gun was loaded it's not like either of them were ignorant. There didn't seem to be any foul play or anything. But mm. accident happened. His partner died from whatever reason. And then he gets mm. put in jail over it because the police thought, oh, it's manslaughter. Which, well, I mean, I guess legally, technically, I guess. But yeah. he's still having the face of the trauma of the woman he was, he, he was about to... Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know where they were in that foreplay, which I'm assuming he, you know, that wasn't going on. But he was about five minutes of getting his dick wet, and all of a sudden she dies of of yeah. just a stupid accident. That's gonna fuck him up. Yeah. And then to be put in jail on top of that. Oh fuck! I I, I really do mm -hmm. feel for this guy. It's like holy shit, man. Uh, I, I, I don't feel for this guy at all because Darwin Awards. There is also <laughs> that. Like, you may... Oh, what does my brother always say? Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. True. <laughs> this is also a true fact. Like, you want to do something really, really stupid like bring a loaded gun into the bedroom? Yeah. I don't have a lot of sympathy for you when the gun goes off. Yeah. I feel sorry for the woman who died. Yeah. Yeah. Because that clearly, like, mm. she's obviously never coming back from that. Yeah. And she didn't deserve to die. But somebody who's dumb enough to bring a gun into the be bedroom definitely deserves the, um, the emotional consequences of his actions. Yeah. Which yeah. is, it's just also true fact. Uh, I okay, so I I don't know I I feel bad because it had you know obviously a tragic ending, but as you're reading it, have you guys seen um Hal Hal Calgren's um Man Who Fell to Earth review where he did it as a musical? I have not. Oh, it is brilliant. He um he filks um David Bowie songs, and so basically he makes the songs his reviews. Hmm. Um. That that's really good. I I honestly recommend it. Um, I I don't know how you feel about Kyle post um, change the channel, but that review 
is really good. Yeah. And you can tell he put a lot of work into it. Okay. But uh, have you seen The Man Who Fell to Earth? I have not. Okay. There's a scene in that where um, two characters, I don't think it's um, David's character, it's like a couple of peripheral characters. Oh, no, they, actually, I think it was his character and someone else. And they were playing with a cap gun or something like that. It, it was it was blanks. It was, you know, it was a safer gun yeah. than this couple um, had. And when Kyle got to that part in the review, um, he, he did a riff on Let's Dance, which was, gun play! <laughs> Well, no, gun sex. That was it. It was gun sex. It was like, that was all I could think of when you were first started reading that story, even though it had a sad ending. And I'm pretty sure in the movie it didn't. Yeah. But yeah, all I was thinking of was that review. And like, it was gun sex. Oh, lordy. I, I can't hear that. I cannot hear that song the same way again now. Yeah. I mean, uh, the reason why I brought up the Raspberry Reich is because, well, I mean, there was a guy in there masturbating with a gun. Oy. Yeah, thank you, Diamanda Hagen. And also, not a, you should watch that for two reasons. One, Diamanda Hagen is awesome. You should go watch it. And two, I have a small yeah. cameo in there. <laughs> and that, that's for those who who weren't listening to this when it actually came out, too. So, oh God, it's been that yeah. long. Holy fuck! I will I, I will say one sorry kind of small trigger warning about that review is that um, for those of you who are bothered by this, Justin Carmichael does have a small cameo. Yeah. Yeah, that that's uh, a lot of harsher in hindsight, but we're gonna have foresight, and and we'll yeah. we'll, we'll move on to somebody who did not have foresight, and this is our last story. And before I get into this, everybody who is listening, I want you I want you to listen to this story, pay attention, and if you also watch what the fuck is wrong with you over on Radio Dead Air with Nash and Tara and all of them, if this story comes up. First, take a shot, and then let me know. I may be watching it with you guys, but uh, but let me know on Twitter. Use the you you know on the uh, Thespian Talk uh, Twitter, just so I know how much of of a uh, how much of a crossbreed we have between our audiences, <laughs> because I am honestly curious. Uh, so here we go. A naked Florida man couldn't be bothered to mind his P's and Q's. Whoever wrote this, I want to slap you with a fish. <laughs> because, God damn it, that is... Because I wish I thought of it. Anyway. There's a man out here butt naked, exclaimed a woman speaking to a 911 operator after witnessing a man wearing nothing but his birthday suit attempt to enter a convenience store several days ago. When the 911 technician asked if the man was sporting any weapons, the caller stated, No, he's like nude. Nude. He's very nude. How can you be very nude when you're already nude? But I digress. Uh, employees at the Daytona Beach Circle K locked the store so he couldn't enter. Because, well, strange things are afoot at the Circle K. That's when he allegedly began urinating on the doors, according to the local news. Cops in the area quickly responded, but that's when the nude, lewd dude reportedly turned his attention on the officers by allegedly trying to sling urine on them. <laughs> Two cops attended to, uh, him attempted to subdue the suspect by commanding him to stop, because that always works. When the man allegedly made rude gestures, the third officer tackled him from behind. The suspect was also was allegedly sprayed with mace. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I, I know they do it for legal reasons. I, I just overuse. 
Uh, police filed several charges against the man they're calling John Doe after he was taken to a hospital for evaluation. Wow! Meth is a hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. Although, this is in Daytona Beach. Where do you get the meth? Lake, Lake County? What the fuck? Uh. Um, so, question. Okay. Do, so, do, do Circle K's have bathrooms? Because if he needed to pee, maybe that's all he wanted to get in the building for. They should. Most places should. Not, not necessarily mm. that they do, but every Circle K I've been in has had a bathroom. So maybe that was all he wanted. Probably. He would have gone in, done his business, and, you know, gone out again and, and, and you know... I mean, they could have picked him up later on. They could have, you know, ha- still had him evaluated. Yeah. But... And I know, I, without getting too graphic, I know when I've needed to go, I've got a little... get, get a little grumpy. Oh, yeah. You know, got to take care of business. Most people do. <laughs> I wouldn't, you know... I wouldn't, I wouldn't... I've never... in public and all that, you know, because it's, it's not as easy for women, but it's yeah. like... You know... I, I just can't help but feel if they'd let him in, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, most likely. It's like, just, dude. <laughs> and, and of course, he's walking around naked. It's goddamn Florida. It's hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, as we discussed be... already, the bugs down in Florida. This is also true. Should be enough to make you want to keep your clothes on. This is also true, because I don't, I don't want bugs in my junk. No. Nope. But this guy may not have had a problem with that. Who knows? No. Oh god damn. Oh, cat. <laughs> Sorry. I just another thing with, with these naked Florida men, usually naked Florida men. You never know if they're like actually fit or not. You don't know what mental image to to have. Um I I always picture like a skinny dude because I always assume really hard drugs were involved. Uh, yeah. I never picture like a overweight Florida man on, you know, like like cocaine or something. <laughs> so they're unlikely to be cut as well, so they'll be more likely yeah. Unhealthy, probably. skinny, like sunken eyes. That's what I always Ooh. picture. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, so I, I've got too much weight, so I should do cocaine about it. Okay, no, I'm not going to do cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Sorry, Kat, I cut off your point. I cut off what you were going to say. Oh, no, no, it, it's really just, like, I always just picture a skinny, like, an unhealthily skinny white dude. And that's usually what it yeah. is. Uh, God damn. Just, okay, <laughs> you know, nudity on its own, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. But but it, it, the way most people see it now, they're probably going to look at you funny and maybe want to lock you out of the store. If for no other reason, then you might get, you know, because we don't know what his grooming habits are, you know, in those yeah. areas. So you bump something the wrong way, you're going to have to toss it out. Yeah, no, I accept that. Yeah. Also, does Daytona have, like, nude, nude features? I honestly don't know. Or is it very... Because, I mean... Private ones, for sure. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Not probably going to be a lot of, like, public nude beaches. Yeah. Yeah. Not in this country. Sorry. <laughs> no, because no today is an affront to the Lord, even though that's how we came into the to world. The <clears throat> but that's another uh-huh. but that's another show. Um, yeah. Yeah. So with that No shirt, oh. no shoes, no service. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, they say no shirt, no shoes, no service, but they never say anything about pants. The, because the implication is that you should always be covering your ass. Yeah. yeah. But wait a minute. Do, wait, 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 wait. Could I go in with shirt, shoes, and just my underwear? Probably not. I, <laughs> I mean, Maybe if I was five. For experiment, let us know. You know, let us know how that goes. I know. If you, if you want to try Donald Duck, <laughs> you feel free. And again, let us know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Your results may vary. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I probably would get taken down a lot quicker than somebody who is more conventionally attractive. So, you know, by that, I mean, skinnier built yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger could probably yeah. get away with it better than I could. Let's, let's, let's just put it that way. Maybe not current current Arnold Schwarzenegger. Eh. I mean, he's still more fit than most human beings. It is <laughs> yeah. True. So, but on that on that on that uh, self deprecating note, we're gonna get out of here for this week. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys, we are just on a tear today. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Oh, totally. But you know that happens sometimes. What these shows are for, you know, we we can tangentize and everything. Um, so, if you want to see, if we want to see, read, or hear more tangents from Cat, where could we find her? You can find me on the social medias on Twitter at LabyrinthCat and Facebook.com/slash NerdistCat. And if you want to hear me talk some more, I am over on What the Fuck with Josh Hadley on RT Goom. No, sorry, I'm used to having this plug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I'm so tired. Yeah. Oh, what What the fuck with Josh Hadley over on 1201beyond.com, and you can find me on Nerd to the Third Power, which is on YouTube and iTunes, and come check us out. Sweet. And Michelle, if we wanted to find you, where could we find you? Uh, you can find me on both Twitter and YouTube um, at Phoenix Eleven. P H E O N I X One One. And yeah, I, I don't do Facebook. I don't do. Um, Instagram or any of that other stuff. Yeah. So yeah, just just find me there. Sweet. I've got seventy four followers now. I've got seventy four people on on um, on YouTube. Nice. <laughs> oh, and as for me, if you wanted to find me on the social medias, you can find me on the Twitters, Tumblers, Instagram, uh, my main YouTube channel <laughs> at Gomer Two One Double X. This show is Thess Talk Show on the Twitters as well. You can also find my Facebook page, Gomer the Ranting Thespian, which I think I forgot to plug last week, but that's okay. Uh, if you want to help support me, there are actually several ways you could do that. One, you can go to the Etsy store at Pixel Emporium Gifts. You can also go to patreon.com slash Gomer Two One Double X and pledge some money there. Or, and this is one I tend to forget to bring up myself we do have listener support through anchor that you can also go through if you want to support me that way as well three ways you could do it at least if you want to throw money at me if not the best thing you can do if you can't afford to give money to me or whatever at least share the show you know if you like the episode link it somewhere on your social medias tag me in it i'll i'll, I'll retweet you or like it or whatever it is and you know just, just spread the word really and, of course, this show is also available on YouTube, on all your favorite podcast apps, as long as Anchor gets it out there. But, regardless, you can sign up for the newsletter over at rtgomer.com, and you are guaranteed to get it in your email inbox in one form or another every Monday, 7 p.m. Central Time, unless other, unless 
otherwise posted. Uh, I think that's all of it. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> Take care. And until next time, this is Gomer the Ranting Thespian with the cat and Michelle signing off. Bye.